Blog Talk Radio. Around my legs, we got swords 
just like Ali Rock And I'm the black woman That big black woman <laughs> Yeah, just respect that woman Why? The black woman is God Black woman Oh, that that black woman You can never check that woman Why? The black woman is God by the bitch house whom I love. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'm very appreciative for these women. They make all of what we see and do possible because behind the scenes, these are the women who help me to keep my sanity and to keep doing what I do to stay the course. Because they'd be like, you know what, Diva? These bitches are just unhinged. Like, there's nothing... <laughs> more to say. They're just unhinged. Now, okay, today, today's show, we are going to talk about something that just recently happened. It's extremely unfortunate, but it does need to be discussed. I had no idea that this woman had been harboring some bitterness toward me. God only knows what the fuck the real source of the shit is, okay? Um, especially since I never did nothing to this particular broad, but we're going to talk about that in a second. I have the call lines are ridiculous. I'm going to open two lines. I might open more lines if the two lines that I open are not crazy fucking people. You heard me. Because, right? look, I, this is why I usually open lines. This is why I do not usually open lines because usually there's some unhinged crazy person on the other side of that phone. All right? And we have had some shows where I've had to cuss people out. And I just don't feel like wasting the energy that way today. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about acts of faith. And her jealousy of me that I didn't even know she was jealous. 
I didn't even know she was harboring some sort of ill feelings toward me. I had never done one thing to this girl, so I don't know what her problem was. But um, she decided to use her platform to attack me. And now, look, you don't have to like me, right? This is not about, oh, Diva got a problem because somebody don't like her. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. This is not about that. This is not about that. This is about someone using their platform to make a side swipe kind of veiled attack at me. And now I hit love on the motherfucking shit because I love this shit. Y'all know I love this shit. This don't bother me at all. (laughs) This doesn't bother me. This is like what we do around here, you know? But I found it very interesting the way that she tried to categorize me. So in the show, if you look at the, if you're on the online and you're looking at the actual image for the show, you will see a couple of screenshots. And those screenshots are the entire showing of what caused her <laughs> or what, what happened before, rather. I can't say this is the cause because the cause is extreme jealousy. But this is what happened prior to her displaying her jealousy. Now, this is a conversation that we have been having in many parts of the world about this ADOS shit, all right? And there is a side that feels that we're African and we were enslaved from Africa, and that's everybody's narrative, and the rest of us just don't want to be black, okay? The rest of us just don't want We just have such a painful connection to this idea and this legacy of us being African slaves that we don't want to accept it. So those of us who have actual factual proof of who the fuck we are are being called hateful of ourselves because we choose not to be the sleep, the sleep sheep, okay? And so I have stayed out of this conversation for the most part, and you all know, I have been quiet for one year. <laughs> I ain't said a word for about a year, okay? Very, very, very little engagement with the outside world. I have literally been living my best life as, you know, Faith is exuding her jealousy toward that. But when I decided to speak on it, what I noticed, and look, this wasn't just on Faith's page. Faith is not the only person who has entered into this discussion about ADOS. Acts of Faith is not the only location, and she even makes reference to that, to my comments and other threads. Um, because as though she, although she says that she's unfollowed me, she's stalking me enough to know where I'm commenting and to see my comments in other threads and make mention of my comments in other threads. Okay? We're going we're gonna to debunk everything she said. Actually, you know what? Let's just go ahead and get into it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up her comment after. We're going to start with the comment that I responded to. Now, this was a post on Faith's page, Axe's Faith's page, where she shared Fatou Diara. Fatou Diara made a post in which she made a little comment and shared a geneticist work proving that there are multiple different groups, blood groups, ethnic groups, genetic groups, in the United States that fall under the umbrella of black, the racial umbrella of black, but are not African. Posted all his research, all of that. So Faith shares that post, she makes her comment. And 
a woman named Kendra Moten says this. She's really into, and she, Kendra's talking about Fatu. She's really into the African-Americans ADOS are really the first Native Americans. Since I believe all mankind originated from Africa, this makes sense. But ADOS were brought here off the boat. There's too much proof of the Middle Passage. I want my reparations. And this is very important because the bulk of the conversation that I have with people about this ADOS is this idea of a check. It has nothing to do with wanting to know where you come from, what happened to you, who you are. It's all about a check. Period. Point blank. And Faith was upset with me Because I noticed that and commented and said this, not all blacks are African. That has been proven. However, if you wish to maintain this myth, that is your choice, more power to you. I believe there is room for the truth and for reparations. I don't need to believe I'm an African to validate the fact that this nation has grossly abused people who look like me. What concerns me is you're more concerned with chump change than your actual origin story. The fact of the matter is y'all will never see reparations. Now, that was my opinion, and that was what I said. And so here is now Faith using her platform to attack me, and we're going to go through this piece by piece because, as you see, the comments really weren't – they were very benign. Now, Faith also went and deleted that comment thread so that – because I got screenshots of it already, but she deleted the comment thread to try and cover our tracks after she attacked me. She said, (laughs) I saw a continuously problematic black woman. Hold on, pause. Let's pause right there. When women use this word problematic, you already know that they're hiding something. This word problematic means what? It's a very vague term. In what way am I problematic? Because I will cuss you the fuck out when you disrespect me? Is that problematic? Because I'll be that. I'll be that. Because I choose to live my life on my terms and be every bit the sovereign dark goddess bitch that I say I am, that makes me problematic. Let's start there. What the fuck does this even mean, all right? So already she's setting the narrative up to try and make me look somehow negative and bad. I saw a continuously problematic black woman I unfollowed a while ago (laughs) make nonsensical comments here. What about my comment was nonsensical, people? I'll go back to it. Not all blacks are African, and that has been proven. And we're commenting in a thread with evidence from a geneticist. This is why it doesn't profit you to talk to niggas, because they're stupid as fuck, they don't read, and even when they got poop in front of them, you still can't make sense talking to these people, okay? So you end up in shit like this here. Because when you try to come to some, you come to a woman, a black woman, and we're going to talk specifically about the problems that are local to our racial and gender cohort, and I don't care who has a problem with it. When you are talking to black women, you're not just talking to a black woman. You're talking to all her conditioning, all her self-loathing, 
all of her low self-esteem, all of her I need to be the best, all of her negative sense of competition, and all of that petty-ass bullshit that she thinks makes her a woman who's winning, okay? So anything that you say is being filtered through her Christianity, her upbringing, the false sense of moral code that she holds other people to but does not judge herself by, and all of this. So no matter what you say, no matter how you say it, it's not really you. It's how they choose to perceive what you say and how they choose to engage it. Because I'm trying to figure out where it was nonsensical to say in a thread that she shared with evidence from a geneticist that proves what I say, that I was nonsensical. Okay? I believe there's room for truth and for reparations. I don't need to believe I'm an African to validate the fact that this nation has abused people who look like me. Where is that nonsensical? I want you to understand what she's trying to do. Then go to other threads mocking ADOS for wanting to make a reparations claim. <laughs> I don't know if she's ADOS by lineage or not. Now this is back to faith. But she's been toxic for a long time. You try to let folks work through their many issues on their own time until they're too disruptive to ignore. If your life is so great, why are you here being pissy, Missy? Sorry for the nuisance, KM, which is her trying to codedly say Kendra Moten, which is who I was speaking to. Now... I'm trying to figure out what was toxic, what was problematic, and what was nonsensical about saying that not everybody in America who is black is African. There are people who do have Native American ancestry and roots. They've got proof. They've got documentation. They've got family histories. This has been proven. There is genetic proof that what you're saying is not the only truth. Yes, there were people who were brought to this shore from Africa, in slave chains. But that's not everybody's story. What is nonsensical and toxic and problematic about that? Nothing. What we have here is a woman who is bitterly jealous because Faith has been in the game online for over a decade. Over a decade, she's working at a job that she hates, and I know this because she and I actually, this is how I'm shocked that she even feels this way because she and I used to speak, okay? And so we've talked about the job she didn't like. We talked about the goals that she had. We talked about the dreams. We've talked a lot. So I'm really actually kind of shocked about this, but I shouldn't be. I'm going to start to expect that every single one of you sorry-ass bitches who ain't living the life you want hates me and is jealous of me. And here's why. It has been proven that women are not capable of being happy for other women unless they are happy too. If you got something I don't got, I can't be happy for you because I don't got it yet. This is the fucking fact. It's ugly, but it's dark and it's true. And then here's the here's to take it one step further. I took a sister 
to my root chakra healer gave her access to one of the most powerful healers in Europe. And I still had to deal with her jealousy. It doesn't matter. Even if and when they get exactly what you get, they still cannot be you. And that is what they're jealous of. Period. So while I'm thinking we cool, we not cool. So what I learned this past year, and this is part of why I've been quiet. I've just, I've been waiting for the opportunity for bitches to show they self this year. And here we are yet again in another payback season and bitches are revealing themselves. What I have learned this past year is that black women are envious, sick motherfuckers to their souls. And instead of doing the work to access their own anointing, their own gifts, their own dreams, their own goals, they will hate you for doing it. Be jealous of you for doing it. Talk shit about you for doing it. Why so pissy, Missy? Where was I pissy? You sitting back in the fucked up life situation where you're broke, you got to rob Peter to pay Paul. You've been in the game for over a decade, and you can't make a dollar out of 15 cents with your platform, and you hate me because I can. And that's it. And that's always going to be the problem. How dare she have the audacity to do whatever the fuck she pleases? How dare that black woman live a life I only can allow myself to imagine? How dare she not just travel but live abroad for months? With a husband. How dare she? How dare she? She's toxic. She's problematic. But she's living the life that I sit on my platform and tell black women to strive toward. That's why I hate that motherfucking diva. Period. Period. Because it don't make sense. If I've done nothing to you personally, why so bitter, baby? I'm going to open the line. Don't get crazy on my motherfucking show because I'm not here for that shit and I really don't want nobody fucking with me in these streets and I don't want to have to play it again. <laughs> anyway, call at 816. Welcome to the Angry Divas Radio Show. And your mic is acting crazy here. Oh, boop. Move up. Okay. Boom. Here we go. Welcome to the Angry Divas Radio Show. Honey, how are you today? I'm doing great, Diva. Thank you for the radio show. Man, this is eye-opening. You just never know. I mean, really, you never know. You can sit with somebody and sup with them. You can break bread with them. You can live under the same roof with them, and they will still sit and harbor hatred towards you because all the things that you have. Hell, you can mm-hmm. share your bounty with them, and they will still be bitter. You know, actually, this got me thinking. So, you know, I've been talking to my sisters lately, right? You, you, how long have you been paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, my little sister got me hooked on that show Power. That's on Stars, right? So she got me to watching it, and I told her I was only gonna watch it if she would trade off and watch two shows of mine, right? Because I told her you ain't gonna have me watching Ratchetry, and you ain't gonna put something good in your system in her. So <laughs> she got me watching Curtis Jackson Power, okay? And also, as a side note, as a side note, Curtis Jackson, I never needed ever in my life, and never wanted in my life to see a nigga named Curtis's penis. But um, unfortunately, due to watching that show, I know what it looks like, and I'm very upset. But anyway, back to the point. So, <laughs> back to the point. So anyway, there's a character in the show named Tasha. And Tasha got her little friend named Lakeisha, right? And now Tasha is married to the drug kingpin ghost who's trying to go legit and all this here. And funny enough, anything that Tasha, like, anytime Tasha get a new something, she gives something to her friend, right? And so her friend is like, oh, I'm getting all your hand-me-downs and stuff. And not appreciative at all and sitting kind of bitter and jealous of her girl because her girl getting it firsthand and she getting it secondhand. And I saw that. And I was like, yo, that's exactly how it is dealing with these bitches. It doesn't matter. If they can't get it firsthand themselves, they're jealous of you. Even if they get it through you, they're jealous of you because they got it through you, not for themselves. It's fucking retarded. I don't care how I get it as long as I get what I want. <laughs> I don't care. And I want y'all to understand something. We're having technical difficulties here. I want y'all to understand something about me. That's what makes me different. I don't give a hot or a cold fuck how I get what I want as long as I get what I want. I don't care what way it comes. I don't care who has to fall. I don't care who. I got the slap who done stepped in the way of me getting it. I will get what I want. I always get what I want. I always win because I carry that attitude. And that's the difference between me and the jealous. But as the old adage says, and I'm going to give you back the mic and I'm going to shut up. Those who can do and those who can't bitterly post on Facebook. Anyway, the mic is open to back to you. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, it's all—it's like what you said all along. You got to protect yourself because you just can't see it all. They—they they stay plotting. Yeah, I mean, one of the sisters in my bitch house is famous for saying that these bitches is just unhinged. And I'm telling you, every time she says it, every time I even think about her saying it, I just start laughing. I just I can't. Because this is some really unhinged mess. Where is this oh, yeah. coming from? She had to make a whole ass post. She could have just responded in that thread that she deleted trying to cover her tracks after she made that crazy post trying to make me look bad for some reason, you know? So, anyway, Faith, I know you're listening because the spirit told me that you were terrified of what the fuck I was going to do in response to you being an idiot. So, <laughs> that being said, I just wanted to say to you, thank you so much for being a willing offering. I do not understand why y'all continue to fuck with a woman who you know damn well is a priestess and a dark witch, but I'm always thankful for the ram in the bush. Since I'm going to leave your mic open, but I'm going to open this next mic, 772. Welcome to the Angry Divas Radio Show. Hello, dear. How are you today? 
I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing fabulous, honey. I'm lighting bitches on fire today. We are not playing with these hoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So have you seen all this crazy shit going on, girl? Yeah. All yeah. right, what's your commentary? We brought you in. You didn't call it. I'm going to shut the hell up and mute myself. <laughs> and all have that. How about um, that? It's, it's just eye-opening. Eye-opening for myself and to see it for when other people do it. And it's like you see the train wreck, but you just don't know how to stop. So how do you stop? How do you stop? Let me see. Okay, this one is going to be challenging for me because I literally do not compete with nobody. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody as my competition. When I feel insecure about something, I work on it. I felt insecure yeah. about my weight. Oh, 60 seconds. You have 60 seconds to call in or you'll miss the last half of the show. Call in right now, please. All right. Um, let me get the call-in number for you. That call-in number is 516-387-1379. Again, 516-387-1379. If you do not call in right now, you will miss the last half of the show, the last hour of the show if we go that long. Um, but you can always catch it in the archive if that's your time with us for today. Thank you so much for watching the Angry Divas yes, watching <laughs> and listening to the Angry Divas radio show. We will be watching us soon, though, baby. We've got some mm. things in production. Um, you never know what I got up my sleeve. I get quiet and I come back with some new shit. You know that. <laughs> um, but anyway, 516-387-1379. Call in now. You can press 1 to talk to me or not press 1. Don't care. 10 seconds or you'll miss it. And I'm not going to say it again. Now, back to your question. How do you stop it? I am going to try to answer this to the best of my ability, but I'm going to be honest and straightforward with you that this is going to be challenging for me to answer because I feel that really the people who can help you through something are people who have gone through it themselves. And there is never, not one point in my whole entire life, that I have been jealous of another woman, envious of what she has, or anything like that. I was raised in the church, in the Christian church, the black Christian church. Our church was non-denominational, and our little phrase was, we preach no creed but Christ, and we teach no law but love. And so my foundation comes from that. That is still my foundation, even as a priestess and as a dark witch. My foundation is still the church. My prayers are still the Psalms. The Proverbs still guide me because truth is truth. We have to get out of this idea that we throw the baby with the bathwater because the Bible is a book of spells. It's the greatest book of sorcery you'll ever read in your life if you know what you're doing with it. And I was trained and raised by Christian witches. They would not have called themselves that, but essentially that's what they were. With that being said, those Christian witches, those elder black mothers that raised me up, raised me up with phrases such as, what God has for me is for me. And then they had a song, what God has for me is for me. What God has for me, it is for me. 
I know without a doubt that he will bring me out. What God has for me, it is for me. It is for me. It is for me. Sorry, I've been smoking today and I haven't been singing in a while. Y'all pause. Pardon me. But this song, this, what God has for me is for me, is what raised me. So although I do not serve God the Father, I serve myself, and I honor and respect the cycles of God the Mother, because that's a way of honoring myself as God the Sheep. I can change the words from he will bring me out to she will bring me out because any stupid thing I've ever done has been me that brought me the fuck out of it. So, what God has for me is for me. And I've never wanted anything else, even in the church, even when I was quote-unquote saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, I got Jesus on my side. Even when I was there, The only thing I ever prayed for is exactly what was meant for me. Increase my discernment. Increase my intuition. Increase my gifts. Let me be of service in ways that help other people to grow so that I may also grow. These are the prayers that I prayed in my teens and my 20s until I came into what we call dark wisdom. And these are still the fucking prayers that I pray. Because I don't want nothing that ain't mine. I don't want what you got, she got, they got. I want what is mine. That's it. I don't give a fuck about the next bitch. Not in that capacity. When it comes to what is mine, I'm not looking at what so-and-so got to figure out what I want. Or whether or not I can want what I want. I told y'all desire is holy. And I said it for a reason because it's true. It's the truth. Desire is holy. That's how you stop it. What do you want? Don't want what someone else has because you don't know what it costs them to get it or to keep it. I'm going to tell y'all a funny story about something that happened to me in Barcelona. I had a couple of performances that I did. Right? So I performed in Marula and then I performed at Jamboree. And then I was like, man, whatever, I'm going to go drinking. So I was like, I know where to go. I'm going to my favorite little Cheers, my Barcelona Cheers, the place where everybody knows my name, you know. So I go to my Cheers, which just so happens to be a karaoke spot, right? One of the best in Barcelona. So I go, whatever, I come in. Of course, the girls who work there, they love me. They come up, we're hugging each other, saying, hey, because I haven't been for a while, whatever. And, um, you know, some people who have been before had seen me there and, you know, whatever. It's a nice little atmosphere. So I put my song in, I get up and I sing, and what I didn't know is that three songs before I showed up, somebody is saying the same songs I did. And the girls do, but they didn't give a fuck because they were like, fuck that shit. We love you. We want to hear you sing it. (laughs) 
So I got up and I did my fucking thing. You know what I mean? And I go and I sit down and people, you know, they're as I'm coming off the stage, they're coming and hugging me. Someone's buying me drinks. You know, it's all this here, right? And so it happens again, and, you know, this lady comes up. She's taking pictures with me. She's holding my hand. She starts telling me about her mom and how her mom was sick, and, you know, she was having such a hard time enjoying herself. But something about hearing me sing, it just kind of, like, made her feel settled. And, you know, now she's going to actually have fun with her friends. And her friends came over like, you just really healed her. You don't even know. You don't even know. Oh, my God, you, just, you don't even know. You don't even know. Right? And I'm like, okay, all right. Everybody calm down. <laughs> Everybody calm down, right? And so they're, they're taking pictures with me now. They're offering to buy me drinks, and it's a whole hot mess. So this guy had been watching, this guy from Tunisia had been watching. And he comes to me and he says, you're Lena, right? And I said, yes. He says, I want your power. I wish I had your power. You have no idea the way people react to you. First of all, from the minute you walk in the room, it's all eyes on you. And even the front tables that are looking at the stage turn to the door. I said, really? Because I didn't notice. I don't know. I don't watch people. I don't pay attention to motherfuckers. I pay attention to me. I'm time for this shit. You know? <laughs> I'm watching me. I am very well endowed bustfully. So I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I'm seeing where I'm walking because I can't see my feet because my titties are huge. True and fact. <laughs> I have time to watch other people. I'm trying to watch where I'm walking. So I don't fuck up and stub my toe. All right? <laughs> So I actually said that to him, and he cracks up laughing, right? <laughs> and he said, no, nah, you don't understand, man. They're, they're, like, going crazy for you. I wish I had that. Say, hey, 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 you watch yourself. You be careful what you say in my presence because I'm a wish master. You be very careful. So then he starts to tell me about his country, and then he starts to tell me about his faith, and he asks me if I know about the gym, and I start laughing. baby do I know I mean you know so I said to him nah tell me I've heard about it but I don't really know that much right he's just it's just so funny because you said you're a wish master and that's what the gin are and you know you do kind of have like a gin energy about you you know so Uh whatever he says to me he really wants it I said are you serious he said yeah he said there's something special about you you know it but you don't want to you don't want to say you don't want to say. Why won't you just say who you are, what you are? I said, because you can't handle it. You know, I'm playing with it now, right? I'm, I'm, it's a puppy in my hand. I'm playing with that shit. So, <laughs> when people don't know how to handle it, they get crazy and they look at me weird. <laughs> so, you know, after we put around like this for a while, I say to him, all right, look, Real Rap Brown, I'm an oracle. That's one of the many things that I can use to describe to you who and what I am. You really want this. I can give it to you. I can give you a good half hour. We'll give you the Cinderella special. You know? It was 11.30. I said, when the clock strikes 12. (laughs) (laughs) So he said, yeah, fuck it. You only live once, right? I said, actually, you only die once officially, but you can rebirth yourself and live many times. Think about that differently. All right, so I tell him, give me his hand. And he does. And I wrap my fingers around his wrist and press my fingers into the chakra point in his wrist. And I pulse an energy through him. I said, all right, for a half hour, you got it. I'm going to go outside and smoke. You enjoy that. Because for me, I was like, oh, thank God, I can take a fucking break. 
Whew, I'm going to take a smoke break on this motherfucker. Damn, I get a break out here. Yes. For one second, somebody else is going to be the focus. Wonderful. So I give my bag to the bartender. I give my drink to the bartender. I run out and I smoke. Seven minutes later. Because I'm out there. I'm on the phone with my sister. I'm laughing with her. I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about. We were laughing about some shit. We laugh a lot. We laugh a whole lot. And I'm very glad for that. We just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And laugh. It's great. Mm-hmm. We were laughing about something. <laughs> One of our many weird conversations. And he comes busting out. He goes, Luna! And I'm like, hey, who is that? I said, oh, hey, all right, what's up? Because he sounds all distraught. He says, take it back. I'm like, it's only been seven minutes. You have a whole half hour. <laughs> right? It's only been seven minutes. What are you talking about? He says, no, it's too much. I said, what do you mean? He says, dudes are touching me. I said, you said you wanted to be me. Women mm. and men are going to want to touch you, to be close to you, to smell you to hug you, to talk to you, to tell you about their fucking problems. He said, yes, everybody's telling me about all kinds of stuff that nobody, nobody was talking to me before. I said, I told you, you said you wanted to be me. <laughs> and told you to be careful what you asked for. Now, you interrupted my smoke break. I am finally at peace. Nobody is talking to me. Nobody's bothering me. Go back in there before they come out here. <laughs> <laughs> my sister is cracking up and she goes, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so I explained the whole shit to her. She goes, what did you do? <laughs> Boy, I said, I kind of pulled like a Freaky Friday, my edition. <laughs> kind of, you know, what places for a half hour, you know? So I, I take another three minutes because I'm reveling in the fact that nobody is bothering me, okay? And I go inside and the boy looks drained. He... I mean, he's got his head down on the bar, on his arm, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck did they do to him? So I, <laughs> I walk up, and I'm like, hey, hey, Tanisha. I start poking him in the side and stuff, right? He jumps, like he jumped back awake in his body, you know? I said, hey, what happened? What is going on? He said, it's too much. It's too much. Please take it. Just take it. <laughs> Just take it. It's too much. I can't deal with this shit anymore. <laughs> I can't do any more of it. The bartender started explaining to me how all the dudes, like all the gay dudes came around him and all the chicks were around him and, and he just looked very overwhelmed and uncomfortable. And so I said, all right. So I took my power and my energy and strength back and I felt the energy leave him and come back into me. And I hugged him and I said to him, be very careful what you wish for. And he said to me, you're not an oracle, you're a fucking gin." And I cracked up laughing. <laughs> I cracked up laughing. I said, yes, also that is true. <laughs> Both of these things are true, though. More than one thing can be true. And he sat the rest of the night kind of looking at me, like quizzical, but also in awe. And before I left, he came to me and he said, how do you do it? How do you deal with this day in and day out? I said, deal with what? He says, everyone wants to talk to you. There are people who are jealous and hate you. There was this guy who was fucking pissed because the chick he wanted to talk to wanted to talk to me. And he started getting really rah-rah with me about it. And now, look, Tunisia was really short, all right? He was very pocket Uncle Jesse. He was giving me pocket Uncle Jesse vibes, you know? (laughs) Back to myself, giving me pocket John Samos, Samos, whatever his name is. John Samos vibes, okay? And so um, 
some guy was like in crazy with him about the attention that the girl he wanted to talk to was given to him instead, but it wasn't his girl. So why are you acting like a dunderhead? It was just really, really weird possessiveness and jealousy and cattiness. And he said to me, how do you deal with all of it? And I looked at him and I said, I realize that none of it is real and not a fucking bit of it has anything to do with me. It has everything to do with their insecurities. That guy was insecure that your short ass was getting the attention of the hot babe that he wanted. And here he is, big, cock strong, six foot four, jock built. And he felt like she should have given him the attention, but it was going to you instead. And he was like, why this little runt and not me? And that's why he started that machismo and beating his chest and shit and trying to, you know, act like he was going to beat your ass. That's all that was. It had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with his insecurity. Why him and not me? I know that. It's nothing to do with me. It's everything to do with other people on the outside looking in, feeling like they should have something that I either have, get, am getting, or even just merely want the way that I speak, the way I conduct myself, whatever it is. It's a problem because it's not something that they can do and be successful. It's not something that they have in themselves. They can't figure out what it is about me that makes me so special, the da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and that they can't seem to get it. And I tried to explain that to him, and I, and I explain this to my clients a lot, too. People ask me why are people jealous of them, da 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 It's nothing to do with you. As soon as you realize that their shit, their jealousy, their envy, their hatred of you, their need to try and talk bad about you, make you look bad, take you down, this shit has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with how they feel about themselves. Now, if you do something fucked up to somebody, that's different. You need your ass beat, you earned your ass whipping, take it. But if you've not done a freaking thing to this person and all of a sudden they hate you needlessly, you've never said one unkind word to or about them, it's been nothing but love between y'all, where is it coming from? Other than you're getting something that they're not. There are people with platforms bigger than mine, jealous of me, because I'm making money that they're not. With male people. They've been at it longer than me. My platform is traveling, and they're not. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. Anybody who's doing something that they're not doing or they're incapable of doing must be a fraud or doing something fucked up because I'm too stupid to figure it out, so it must be something wrong with them. It has nothing to do with you. That's how you control it. If you're the person with the jealousy, first and foremost, admit to yourself that you are jealous. It's hard. It's going to be difficult. I can only imagine because I don't experience this shit. I told y'all all I ever wanted was what's mine. I'm going to fuck about what the next bitch got. 
I want what's mine. But if you're the one jealous, realize that all you're doing is exhibiting that this person has something that you're denying yourself, that you're, excuse me, not allowing yourself to have or experience. Think about that. She jealous of my lifestyle because I travel. Talk about faith again. Well, bitch, make some fucking money and go travel. I mean, come on. It's really not that hard. How about, how about this? How about this? Instead of being a fucking idiot and talking shit about me, hide your hatred, you dumb cunt, and come say, hey, diva, how do I get the deals you get? Because I'm a certified fucking travel agent. I can help you. See? You're stupid. You got motherfucking power to do the shit you want to do, and this is why you're a failure. Because instead of capitalizing on your network and building your brand and making business decisions, everything is fucking emotional. That's why you're a loser and you're jealous. Because you can't even think smartly for yourself on how to win. I don't got to like a motherfucker to make money with them. Why I win in this bitch? Why I'm God in this motherfucker and y'all not? Yeah, I'm cocky. I get to be. I can afford it. You can't. I'm gonna like you. Poor people make decisions based on that kind of shit. Poverty consciousness stricken people make decisions based on that shit. Fuck a like. I keep telling y'all likes are not dollars. That goes beyond just Facebook, Instagram, wherever the fuck, Twitter. That goes beyond all of that social media shit. Even people liking you. I don't need you to like me. Just respect me. Let's go get this money. You don't got to like me, but you will fucking respect me, and that's it. And I think that's another part of the jealousy. I'm the kind of woman you have to respect because, bitch, I will make you pay. And they get gully, and then they get terrified of what the priestess is going to do back to them after the fact. You should have thought about that before you opened your stupid-ass mouth. I keep telling y'all, pop a dick in your mouth and suck it. It'd be a better use than what the fuck you doing on Facebook with me. I keep telling y'all. And I'm going to keep telling y'all. And I don't call me a misogynist. Somebody might need the misogyny you bitches back in line because you're out of order. <laughs> you're out of order. <laughs> this shit is out of fucking order. This is ridiculous. Black women stay losing because they're too stupid to realize when they've won. Understand something about yourself. This this is what it took me. Everybody, how did she get there? Because I always knew I was fucking stupid. I knew, given who my mother was. See, everybody gets mad at me when I talk about my mother. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't fucking understand y'all's sensitivity about my mother. I'm not talking about your mama. I'm talking about my mama. I'm talking about your old mama. I understand this shit. But I knew, given the mother that I had, 
and the aunts that I had, that if I wanted to make it in life, I was going to have to get up under wise women. So in many ways, especially as I grow in wisdom and I get out of that youthful emotionalism, I'm very thankful to my mother for bringing me to the church because the church is where I was able to get with them Christian witches who raised me and helped me to get some wisdom. Wisdom that was able to help me keep myself out of harm's way until I could grow up a certain ways. And at the same time, also the kind of wisdom that kept me from getting other wisdom, which would be, that was to my detriment then. And we'll talk about that later, but let's get back into this wise woman thing. I always knew that if I wasn't careful, just the way that I was being trained and raised and conditioned being a black girl, that I was going to fuck my life up if I wasn't careful and I didn't make smart decisions and wise alliances. I've always known that. My entire life has been built understanding that. And the times where I have made gross mistakes and errors have been when I have let go of that thought as the predominant program that runs the operation that is me. When I think, oh, I'm being judgmental, when I'm back in the day, oh, I'm being judgmental, let me trust these sisters. They're older than me. They must be more wise. No, they were not. Oh, let me not judge this sister just because she's a baby mama. We could be friends. No, the fuck we cannot, you married woman. That bitch is jealous. And she ended up showing me just that. But I was here, don't be judgmental because she's single and a baby mama. Yeah, you better judge because they judging you. Judgment don't mean nothing but a choice. You have got to get some wisdom. You're not that smart. That's why your life is where it is. If you was all that in a bag of fucking chips, you wouldn't need me. Let's go there. Let's go there. Getting some understanding about yourself as a black woman that the way that you were raised, conditioned, cultured, and trained was to set you up to be the last and not the first. The latter and not the former the sticky shit at the bottom of the fucking barrel, not the cream at the top. The chaff, not the wheat. It's a fucking curse to look at yourself and think of yourself that way. I will be a problematic bitch till I die if it means that I don't think of myself the way you curse motherfuckers do. I would rather be me than you. I don't give a fuck who don't like it, who thinks it's problematic and toxic. Good. I'm glad that somebody who loves they self, give a fuck about they self, and don't want none of that bullshit running through their mental realms is what you define as toxic. Someone who encourages you to be your best self is toxic. Someone who encourages you to win and get over your tired-ass, sorry black woman, fuck-up emotions and shit. Is toxic and problematic. Somebody who's winning, doing exactly what she tells you to do is the issue. What does that tell us? Do we really, does black woman, the brand, the collective, 
not the individual, because certain individual ones of us actually do want to fucking win. But what this tells us, when we repetitively see this, especially coming from black women's empowerment, face after face is one of the old guard of black women's empowerment. This is one of the ones I had not yet named. I was waiting for her to reveal her story. This is black woman's empowerment. Jealous of the lifestyle that black woman's empowerment proclaims they desire the black woman to live married to a white guy. Traveling the world. Carefree than a motherfucker. This is the lifestyle that the old guard claims they got this shit started for. And somehow, it's problematic to be living it. I want you to understand what this shows us about black women, the collective. You don't really want to live well. You don't really want to level up. You don't really want to win. And you don't want to see other black women win. Oh, yeah, y'all like Serena? Because that's y'all's day to white guy fantasy. Y'all like Sierra? Because that's y'all's baby mama level up fantasy. But a black woman who came from what you came from, that overcame what crushed you, what got you stuck and stagnant and fat and fucked up, you hate her. We got to take her down. We can't celebrate her and uplift her. She's problematic. Imagery. Understand, they don't really want to win, and they don't like black women who are winning because they don't want to win, and that is the reason they're not winning. When black women, when the quote-unquote average black woman who comes from where you come from, who went to the same fucking church and sang the same hymns, who ate the same cornbread and black-eyed peas, who listened to the same Marvin Gaye and Luther Vandross and Anita Baker. When those black people, those black girls, those black women, Jet said, win no matter what, live out loud on purpose, decide to be quote-unquote problematic, whether that's being fat like Lizzo or cuss you the fuck out, dark goddess bitch like me, These kinds of black girls, we don't want to see naked. Why? I'm going to tell you. Diva was a rape victim. 
Diva was so hurt, excuse me, and broken from that rape experience, those rape experiences, those sexual violations, that she was completely divorced from pleasure, from creativity, and in fact, at one point, from her gifts themselves. There are many black women, even black girls, unfortunately, who have this same reality. And they've been in it for so long that they don't think it's possible to get out. And nobody around them ever made it out. So for somebody to make it out, it looks impossible. It looks like a scam. It looks like a fraud. Let me watch her for two years. I Wow, look at what she's been doing. She's traveling. This bitch is making music now. Where the fuck did that come from? When the fuck did Angry Diva start making music? What? Angry Diva? And they begin to see the shifts and the changes and the growth. And they decide they want it for themselves too. But there are also women who see the shifts and the changes and the growth. And they decided that what they are is enough. Their brokenness is enough. Not really. They don't really like it. They just don't want to do shit about it. They want to be the victim. And so people like me represent that victimhood is not the only story nor the answer. And that eats them up. How the fuck am I going to sit here and wallow in self-pity when there's a bitch living out loud on purpose, living a fabulous life after going through what I went through? That's either going to motivate you to want to be better or it's going to make you double down in your bitter hatred. I'm going to give you a great example of this. Kylie Jenner unfollowed Rihanna when Fenty Beauty dropped. When Fenty Beauty was the massive success that we all know it has been, Kylie unfollowed her. Why? I can't stand to see you outpace me in an industry that I've been in. My shit will never pop the way you're had. So I'm going to remove you from my sight and pretend it's not happening and it doesn't exist. So I can maintain this image that I've created for myself because I can't stand the very idea of the reality that your shit is bigger than mine. It's the same thing. There are people who are going to see you and they're going to be inspired by you. And there are people who are going to see you and they're going to be ired by you. It's going to inspire ire in them. It's not going to inspire them to want to be their best self. It's going to inspire them to want to take you down because they're so insanely jealous of you and your rise and your ability to surpass them, to do more than them. That they got to take you down because they can't be as great. The only way then for them to feel great is to take down the greatness that is you. And that's it. And that's what we're up against. That's what was motivating faith of acts of faith. That's what's motivating all the BWE bitches that got a problem with me. That's what's motivating all of these black bitches that got a problem with me because black women are the lowest. 
We are in the lowest position. We are in the most fallen position. We are the last to know and the first to be fucking used. And when you accept the shadow side of what it is, you can then learn how to manipulate it so you can win. And always position yourself in a position to win. First, you got to do battle with you. What do you want for you? What have you been through that is prohibiting you actually being able to access your desires? Let's deal with that shit. And once we get rid of whatever the root source and cause is of what's blocking you being able to access your desires, then you'll see a change. Once we get to that, you'll see a change in you and then a change in your life. That's what I had to do. I had to actually do the dark work that I tell everybody is necessary to change the rape curse, to come out of curse, which is a reversal of energy, and into blessings. Didn't just happen. I worked my fucking ass off of this. Where the fuck was faith when I was the rape victim in the bathtub wanting to commit suicide because I was so separated from my gifts that I didn't want to live like that? Faith, fuck you and every bitch like you. Problematic, that shit up your ass, bitch, and spin. Many issues, my ass, bitch. You're disrespectful, blasphemous, and a rude cunt. Go figure your life out. I had advice for you once upon a day. Now I got curses for you. You're going to continue to watch me rise, you dumb bitch, while you do nothing with yourself. And I want you to know that from me to you. Problematic, that hoe. See, we want to attack motherfuckers and then sit back and act like the victim when we get pummeled. I don't know why kittens try to battle war, Steve, but in 2020, leave it in 2019. Anyone want to have the last word? Before we bring the show to a close, so I can go do my work instead of cussing her out on this line. Thank you. You're welcome. Focus on you. I'm serious. What do you want? Fuck these other bitches. Stop trying to impress other bitches. Live to impress yourself. Fuck these bitches. They're going to be impressed no matter what. And then hate you for their impression. (laughs) What do you want? Get very clear about what you want, black woman. My goddess, get very clear about what you want. What do you want your life to look like? What is your future? What are your dreams? What are your goals? How do we meet them, exceed them, and then go make new shit up? You focus on that. That's how you get out of jealousy. What do you want? Focus on you. You can't be keeping up with the Joneses. She got a Birkin bag, so now I got to get one. She got Louis Vuitton, but she sucked a nigga dick for it or something. Don't keep up with other bitches. You be worried about you. 
and what you want and what you're willing to do to get what you want. Because trust me, this bitch is doing all kinds of stuff to get what they want. And you don't know what they're doing while you sitting up like, oh, yeah, look at her. Look at her bags. Look at her this. Look at her that. Y'all celebrating her and judging me. Focus on you. What do you want? What are you going to do to get what you want? How are you going to create a business that takes you out of nine to five? Do you want to travel? How do you create a lifestyle? How do you get up with a company that lets you do that? Do you want to sing? I word. Sing what? Where? How? In what capacity? Maybe you draw. I cool. Do you want to have an art gallery of your own? What do you want? Focus on your dreams and your goals. We weren't taught that as little girls. We weren't allowed to dream. Only motherfucker dream we was ever allowed access to was Martin Luther's. Fuck that. And what about my dream? What about my dream? I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day black women will stop being sorry, useless bitches because they are broken and hurting and been abandoned and neglected and fuck shit has happened to them. I have a dream that one day black women will focus on healing themselves so they'll stop being evil cunts to other black women. I have a dream that one day bitches who've been in the game for a decade will find a way to finally monetize, monetize their platform instead of being jealous of me doing it with mine from the gate. I have a dream that one day I'll be able to post a motherfucking picture on Facebook about my travels and bitches won't sit back and be like, hey, do you even travel it again? I have a dream. <laughs> God damn it. I have a dream that one day black women will know who they are. Love themselves. Value themselves the same way that I do. And every day y'all turn my dream into a nightmare. And so now I have a new dream. And my new dream is to have more than all of you motherfuckers. To have so much that you can't stand me to enjoy my life so well that you sit up in threads and private Facebook groups discussing me and exposing me and sharing screenshots of my shit. She don't think we know. She don't know we know. We got screenshots. I know all that y'all go, fuck. I'm telling you, I don't care. And I'm showing it and living it, and I think that's really what bothers you. Y'all want me to care so bad, but I don't. I only care about continuing to have more than all of you, to be smarter than you, to be better than you, because I want to be better than me, smarter than me. And if I'm always smarter than me, and I know I'm smarter than you motherfuckers, and I'm always better than me, and I know I'm better than you motherfuckers, I feel like I'm accomplishing my goals. I no longer care for you. I want to have more than everybody. And that's what I'm focused on now. And I don't see the problem with that. It's called self-esteem. Self-centered focus. Why shouldn't I be self-centered? Who's centered should I be? I should be faith-centered, you-centered, them-centered. I'm centered on me. Learn to do that for yourself. 
that's how you're going to win. It really is. I'll be telling y'all exactly how to win, but nobody wants to actually do the work. Oh, well. I'm Triple Dog Goddess, and I'm a boss, this bitch. It's been real. I have enjoyed this. Faith, find a way to make money on your platform like I told you when we used to talk. While you sitting jealous of me, you red bitch. Focus on making money on your fucking platform, bitch. Shut the fuck up about me and how problematic I am because I make money and you don't, and I live a life that you can't and won't. And calm your titties. And don't make me have to do a part two on this. Y'all have a great rest of your day. <laughs> Thank you, everybody who joined. Sorry I didn't open any other mics. Actually, I'm not a well. This is my show. I'll do what I want to do. Y'all have a great rest of your afternoon, and we'll see you the next time. Yes, ma'am. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you.